Hello and welcome back to yet another episode of Control-Alt-Delete. I'm excited to be back and I'm excited to bring you today's guest. It is Zana Van Dyke. She is a blogger, a fitness model and an author. I'm going to take a big breath before I introduce her because there's a lot to say. But um, I met Zana last year and it's been great to catch up with her again to find out about everything she's been doing. So this year, she has walked in London Fashion Week. She has starred as the face of Tommy Hilfiger. She is the face of the most recent Adidas series of workout videos. And she has her own line of activewear, which is available in places like Sports Philosophy and Active in Style. She is also the co-founder of the Girl Games Movement, a community which brings together hundreds of women at big events. And these events aim to educate, empower and inspire the women that go to them. And you'll find everything under the Girl Games hashtag. Her first book, Strong, is out next month, December, this year, and it gives practical advice and solutions on how to live a balanced life from work, life, to fitness. I really urge you to pre-order it. It looks fabulous. Earlier this year, she was on the cover of the Sunday Times Style magazine. She's been featured as Women's Health's top fitness bloggers, and she is one of Women's Fitness Magazine's One to Watch in 2016. She's also on the cover of Healthy Magazine this month, and... She certainly is someone to watch. So I hope you enjoy this episode. We talk about lots of things from business to balancing a busy schedule, how exercise is way more than just about how you look and just lots of different topics that I think are quite inspiring. So I hope you enjoy this episode and thanks again for tuning in every week. I really appreciate it. Here it is. So I'm here with Zana. Hello. In your amazing (laughs) flat, thank you. No worries. With a coffee and a tea. (laughs) Cheers. Cheers. I feel like we've chatted loads already. So this is the hard thing about a podcast with someone you like. Just can't wait to talk to. Yeah. (laughs) Um, and we were saying just now that um, it's been almost a year since we met mm-hmm. on the Val Dzeski trip, mm-hmm. which was awesome. That's the best press trip ever. Yeah, I love <laughs> meeting people on those trips because you actually, when you get on, you just stay in touch and you like see what they're up to. I know. I and it's whole been year. very exciting watching what you've been up to. And vice versa with you. I was like, oh my God, Emma. We were saying as well that when we met, I think a lot of things have changed since then because mm-hmm. just things have come out of the woodwork Mm -hmm. but you're full-time now pretty much pretty much full-time blogger so I still personal train one morning a week and the reason I do that is because I love personal training and I wouldn't be comfortable calling myself a fitness blogger unless I was still a professional so I like to still personal train just so I keep learning and I'm still a fitness professional at the same time but then I do blog like six days a week six and a half days a week there's no real days off when you work for yourself when I first met you I definitely wasn't working six days a week as a blogger so it's changed a lot because I I remember the Sunday Times Style, style that yeah. cover came out mm. like a few months after that trip. Yeah, did that change? Like, did that change everything? I think, like, so that cover came out, I think it was on the 6th of January, um, and that's the first time I've been on a magazine cover, and it was such a big one and off the back of that I got signed to my agent and I got my book deal and like all these things happened in the next couple of months and I was just like right bring on 2016 yeah that's crazy that's so cool but it was also I felt like as someone who straddles both worlds because I like Mm -hmm. used to work for magazines and also and definitely in the blogging world Mm -hmm. it felt like a real kind of nod to like this is Legit. Legit, yeah, legit, but also, like, the next big thing, even though it was already a thing. Yeah, I couldn't believe that the Sunday Times had put a fitness Instagrammer blogger on the cover of their magazine. I was like, this just shows, like, how far it's coming and where it's going to go. You're running your own brand, and I think you've said this before, like, when you're a blogger, you have to 
in a sense, even though I think the word entrepreneur sounds a bit dickish, be a bit of an entrepreneur because you have to have multiple income streams and juggle different things to actually make it work. Yeah, that's so true, actually. I was going to ask you about <laughs> the, like, the different strands of what you do, actually. Yeah. Because you do so much. It's... It's crazy. It's it's like the blog, yes, but also um, everything. Else. I mean, I can't even <laughs> list them really. Like the book, the brand collaborations. That's been epic for you this year. Yeah, this year's been amazing. So much cool stuff with Adidas. Like went to the Olympics, which was the dream. So cool. But yeah, there's been like brand collaborations. We also have an events company called Girl Games with my yes. two best friends. So I have got that. I had my activewear came out this year, and then I wrote a book and I do personal training and I did some stuff with like really cool brands like Nissan. Who I'm like, how do you even know? who I am like what yeah it's been it's been awesome do you feel like it snowballs because you yes. know when people are like kind of how did you get to where you are that's like a really common question yeah it's a common <laughs> question but it's also like a really hard question because you can't pinpoint how that all happened no did it all like did it start from Instagram oh yeah so I started on Instagram before anything else I've actually I don't really say this often but I've been blogging on and off for like eight years but in the past I did like fashion and beauty stuff and I like stopped it when I got to uni because I was just so busy I'm a very academic person I was like I can't be juggling these things <laughs> so I then just stopped the blog and then I restarted it to do with fitness two years into uni so I've kind of always loved the internet I've always been an internet person mm. and I, I remember back when I was like the days of Neopets um, I used to like code my own web pages for Neopets because I was I like that. literally I've, I'm such an internet person and I'm so glad that I've ended up actually working on the internet but with Instagram because I, I like with Joe Wicks for example so you and Joe Wicks are like my like top faves on Instagram oh, thank you because you make it relatable mm -hmm. and easy to follow mm -hmm. and, and it's not intimidating. Stuff like when That's you posted um, like the fact that you don't photoshop yourself for example yeah. and like certain lights can make your body look different and... My reality checks. Yeah, <laughs> and the captions which are very honest and if yeah. you're having a bad day you'll say uh -huh. and like body transformations and all that stuff. So it's not just yeah. like, oh look, here's where I am now. It's like, here's where I was like five years ago. Yeah. Do you think that helps with people kind of following you over someone else who's maybe like some celebrity who hides all their flaws well i think so and i hope so because i i think that i really do make a conscious effort that the content that i put out is relatable for people because i've been there in the beginning where you don't know what you're doing and you're so overwhelmed with what everybody's saying and you think that you have to do a fad diet you have to do this you have to do that to get results mm -hmm. and everybody's saying different things especially on social media there's a lot of people who are just spouting shit all over social media and I want to be there as somebody who's a credible reliable source of like good quality knowledge and somebody who's relatable and is real I feel like there's so many people who just post really flattering photos and I'm not afraid to say like this is how I look today and this is how I looked five minutes ago and like show the reality check of like sucking in my abs and letting it all go yeah because then people know that, like we don't always look amazing we're just normal people yeah and be beyond the aesthetics of mm. just looking good because I, mm -hmm. I have to admit that I actually went through a real gym phase when I was about 19 yeah and it was all to do with gotta be skinny gotta be skinny how you look like gotta look good on those like nights out <laughs> it was so so that that's what I was like when I started though and now I'm an adult yeah. who cares about m way more things than a thigh gap yeah. I mean we all want to look nice but I genuinely don't feel pressured by anyone mm. to look any different to how I look now I could stay the same forever and be fine. But for myself, 
and also for like having a stressful job and wanting to sleep better mm -hmm. and just wanting to feel good. I know that exercise next year is gonna have to be really important for me. Definitely, it makes such a difference and there's so much more to exercising than just looking good. Like that's probably the last reason why I train. Yeah. What are the like, benefits for you? For me, the main thing is like, psychologically it's like my break. So when I do train, my phone goes in airplane mode and it's like, okay, I'm actually for once switching off. It's my job is social media. But when I am in the gym, there is no social media going on. Um, so that's a really good thing for me in terms of like mentally, but also it just like, it makes me feel more energized. And you're like, how can you feel more energized by training? But you do like, I know if I train first thing in the morning, the rest of the day, I'm just like, yes, I'm set up for the day and I just feel so good about it. Plus I can eat more food, which is like the best benefit ever. And mm -hmm. also it makes you sleep deeper. We were actually saying this earlier. If I don't train, then I get to 10 p.m. and I'm not tired. Whereas if I've had like a really energetic day, I've done a hard workout, I get to 10 p.m. and I'm like, all right, hit the hay, yeah. like pass out straight away and you have a much better quality of sleep. You know that feeling afterwards, you're like feeling amazing. Mm. What about that? Um, I, I mean, I know you get up like ridiculously early, but that, that like 6am <laughs> or like even 5am for you. Yeah. That moment when you open your eyes and they're like, do you have those moments of like, I can't be asked? Mate, this morning, this morning, I was like, my boyfriend woke me up because he was getting up at 5am and he was like, you need to go to the gym. I just went, no, like, no. And then I looked at my phone and my coach had actually texted me. And he, because the last night I was really unmotivated because I've actually broken my hand. Oh my God, um, I saw that. Yeah, so like, then I saw you also like in Jersey or somewhere. So yeah, I was like, I know. what? Shoot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I did break my hand. So I fractured my hand in two places, which means that I can't train properly. And I like voice noted my coach last night, like, oh my God, I've, I just feel so down. I feel so unmotivated. And he was just like, Xana, stop like focusing on things that you can't do and focus on what you can do and focus on how it's going to make you feel afterwards and I woke up this morning and read that message and I was like yes, yes. I'm going to go to the gym I'm just going to do something like even if it's not the best session ever just do something and then when I actually finished the workout I felt incredible I was like I'm so glad that I did that yeah even though this morning I was like no way <laughs> Is, oh, that's actually really nice to hear though that even you like don't spring out of bed oh, like like last week also because I'm so busy at the moment with things like I just got back from being away for a month everything's like on top of me like a big mountain so the last week I literally just set my alarm for 5am so many days and I would instead of going to the gym just get up and do laptop work because I was like I'd rather just do work yeah because yeah. like, I'm just like it's not a priority right now is that your advice to people like me who literally can't get up the escalator without like panting at the moment <laughs> it's like is it literally do something like even if I went to the gym for 10 minutes something. better than nothing it, anything like anything is better than nothing and I think people really underestimate the power of walking and people are like what the hell are you talking about why are you talking about walking I swear to god walking for me number one obviously incre increases your like energy expenditure it gets you moving um, increases blood circulation everything like that but for me like just walking places gives me so much mental clarity like if I'm gonna go to a meeting and I walk half an hour to get there I've thought everything through and like mm -hmm. I'm just so much more on it than being on a tube stressed like oh I need to get the Victoria line yeah yeah so <laughs> do you listen to podcasts in the gym yeah no not or... in the gym but just in life when you I'm don't walking. listen to anything in the gym in the gym it's no music it's nothing it's just like I have no technology really really in the gym I'm just like it's really training good. but um I listen to podcasts when I'm walking places walking's yeah. like just walk people just yeah. walk it's so good for you I'm gonna do more of that <laughs> oh my god I might walk back to Hackney now <laughs> Hackney <laughs> no no <laughs> I'll take you like three hours. <laughs> I'll be like at 11 p.m. Home. <laughs> also, I feel really bad that 
that you made the coffee and tea with a fractured hand. <laughs> Mate, I, I'm like living my life. It's fine. <laughs> I'm getting used to it now. <laughs> but right, on to business. Yeah. So yeah. as you say, you have so much going on and your laptop is like on fire. It's with like emails baby. and stuff. Do yeah. you have help? in any way sort of agent assistant team so many things have happened so yeah i think since i signed with my agent in january that's made the biggest difference to my business because as a blogger you never know how much to charge you never know what you're worth and it's really hard to have awkward conversations about like what to do and also it's nice to bounce ideas off somebody like where do i want to go with this where do, what do i want to achieve this year like mm. set goals with somebody rather than just saying it to yourself so yeah i do have an agent um it's actually two girls at independent talent called louise and flora they're absolute babes oh, I love it. um take them out for dinner tonight but um yeah they're so lovely and they've really made a huge difference to my business uh, i also have a pr who i hire who's done amazing things like she's got me on the cover of healthy this month which is just incredible like i'm so glad i have her um, and then actually today, this afternoon, my new assistant starts. <gasps> Amazing. So, I, yeah, I'm actually hiring somebody to help, like, probably just come in one or two days a week to help with, like, just basic admin things. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like I'm drowning under it sometimes. And especially because I do quite a lot of travel stuff, I'm not here all the time and I just can't keep on top of everything. Mm. So, yeah, I'm actually hiring, like, a part-time assistant to come in a couple of days and, like, That's help awesome. with things. Help with, like, filming, videography, photography stuff for the blog. It's just... Yeah. yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. I always say like the three A's, which is like assistant, agent, and accountant. That's have, what I like, have. Changed my life. That's that's the thing that I have, and they've made such a difference. Although yeah. my accountant does hate me because I'm like, I don't know what you mean, Richard. Me too. <laughs> he's so funny. He sends you like emails, and he's like, I'm gonna put this in bullet points so that you can understand. <laughs> oh my god. Oh I'm my sorry. God. Another thing I love about your YouTube is obviously mm-hmm. it is um, related to fitness and things like that which is your thing but um you read a lot and also you talk about businessy type things like self-promotion and organization and stuff like that yeah um i believe in self-promotion big time i listened to one of your podcasts a couple of months ago and you said you just said pitch yourself you said don't be afraid to pitch yourself and i literally wrote that on my phone and it's been in my notes ever since and every time i just think like i'm scared to put myself forward for something i think Emma said, pitch yourself, and I just do it. And it, like, sometimes it's got to be cheeky. And I actually had a conversation with my publisher the other day who was like, you need to push a book more because you're not talking about it enough. And I'm like, I know, but it's mm, it psychologically, is especially yeah. in, in the British society where you're not supposed to talk, like, yeah. talk about everything you're doing, it's hard to like push, push it down people's throats, but you kind of have to when you've put so much work and time and there's so many long. people behind it. Um, I felt the same, like, when it came out about a week after, I was like, oh, I shouldn't talk about it anymore. And yeah, I was like, yeah. hang on a minute. No. It's a long, long time. But you you are someone who is very confident mm. in yourself and oh, also what you do, which I think shines through. And that's why I like I like following confident people. It makes me more oh, confident. Me too. But is that always... Have you always been confident? Or is it something that you've grown into? Oh, definitely grown into. Like, I had a really crappy time at school and university in terms of, like, people were just dicks and people people never believe me when I say that I was really badly bullied in school at uni they're like why would somebody bully you at school and uni I'm like especially at uni people are like why would somebody bully you at uni people are still dicks at uni Um, people are still dicks now (laughs) people are still dicks in life Um, so yeah I actually had a really bad time at school and uni but then I kind of feel like it got to the point where I just thought God, I'm swearing a lot, but you're all dickheads. Like, it says more about you than it does about me that you're trying to put me down all the time. Mm. And I kind of felt like I just need to build up resilience. 
And then I did. And I made friends outside of who I was living with at uni and like made friends who were just outside of my circle of not very nice people. Mm. And ultimately it just made me who I am today. And I think it's, I think the fact that I've been through like negative things with people has actually made me be a nicer person because I could never be mean to somebody. Yeah. Because you've been on the receiving end of it. You're just like, I will never yeah, and somebody. comments stick. Even the oh, smallest yeah. thing that you think, oh, yeah. they probably won't care. It's like, no, they could think about that years later. Yeah, literally, literally. So, yeah, I... But also, do you think it's like, I've had things happen to me where actually, like, getting in any way successful, mm-hmm. even if it's just your own personal mm-hmm. definition of success, is a bit of a fuck you. Oh, my God. Yeah, and the best thing is now, people who were mean to me at school are all Facebook messaging me. Like, Zana, can you help me promote this? Can you help me do that? And I'm like... No, <laughs> you are so horrible to me. No way, and it's the most satisfying thing ever to like yeah. to have people come back and be like, "Well done," and actually respect where like where you've got to when they were so mean to you in the past. Um, but now I am now like a super confident person, and I know it's even little things. I used to hate public speaking. I used to hate talking in front of people, and I now don't even think about it twice. Yeah. I just very comfortably will sit on a panel or do a talk, a solo talk, and I'm quite chill with it. I just think it's the more yeah. you do as well, the more you, like, yeah. get used to it, because um, the whole picture-yourself thing as well, that mm. I definitely was inspired by the episode with Liz Gilbert on my podcast, because yeah. she talks about how um, most people say no to themselves first before other people say no. Say yes to yourself, and then, like, don't reject yourself. Like, I mean, yeah. I... I feel like as well there's a responsibility to show how hard it how hard it is and how it doesn't happen overnight. I know, but then sometimes this is a dilemma I'm having at the moment because I feel like all the bloggers are now trying to force it down people's throats like, oh my god, I work so hard, blah 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 and I kinda of feel like I don't want to make other people feel bad if they're if they're struggling to work. I and mean, that sounds weird. No, but I'm getting this sort mean. of it's finding that balance of showing people like, look, I do work hard but you should still have a work-life balance and don't feel like you have to slog away like I do, like, this is just the way I am. Yeah. Because um, I am somebody who promotes balance with health and fitness, but also with work-life balance, and I feel like sometimes I lose that and I don't want to promote that. Yes. Um, so that's well, you, a Because you were saying earlier that, um, like, when you said you were going away, and I was like, oh, is that a work trip? And you were like, no, no, it's like a holiday, and, I, yeah. and that's quite rare. Yeah. Um, do you feel like you have to kind of force yourself to take holidays and breaks literally force myself I think the best thing I've ever done is get a boyfriend because (laughs) he's just like he forces me to take a break from work yeah because I have to see him and I have to like he doesn't want me to be on my phone doesn't want me to do things and like be on my laptop and be stressing so I think yeah I do physically have to force myself or he has to force me to like switch off yeah that's really true definitely especially with travel and stuff because I'm also a travel blogger all, all my travels are, seem to be affiliated with some company. Mm. And I just sometimes I'll just go away and not have to work. Yeah. <laughs> and people are like, that's such a first world problem. And I know it is, but it's true. Like, I just want to go away and pay for it myself and do everything by myself and not have to write and film and create loads of content and not to be able to enjoy the moment. Yeah. Um, do you turn things down a lot? Like, yeah. Because. Yeah. Don't you find that at the very beginning you kind of say yes to everything? You're like, wow, like this yeah. person wants me to do this thing, and then you kind of get to the point where you're like, actually, do I want to do that? Yeah, and also like, I can't get anything else done. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm doing so many things for the people that I'm not getting anything done for myself. Um, that's another reason why I hide an assistant because I'm just like, I need to get my own things done. <laughs> yeah. So the book, 
Yes. Which, is, like, which is out next month. Well, next when month. this podcast goes out, it will be out, like... Pretty soon. Pretty soon. Uh-huh. And, um, yeah, I'll put the pre-order link in the blog post and everything, but... I've just seen the hard copy and it looks incredible. It's so crazy. Um, but it's been really interesting following you working on it and talking about it and also like how you decided to change the name of it and stuff. Yeah. It's so I mean obviously it's your book, but Mate, I wrote every single yeah. word and when I had my first meeting, so like, do you want us to get a ghostwriter? I just went, I cannot think of anything worse. I am I am the biggest control freak. And also, I'm an academic. I've done a degree. Yeah. I've written a dissertation. I'm like, I'm comfortable writing. But also, you've got such a uh, distinct <laughs> voice. Yeah, I feel like, like it wouldn't sound like you'd me. You'd be like, that's not Zanna. No, yeah. definitely. So I wrote the whole thing myself. It literally took like two or three days a week for months and months because it's not just like I'm writing. I actually have to do research and back things up and like make sure that everything I'm saying is evidence-based. So yeah. you can't just like sit down and write a chapter. You have to like sit down, get your papers, get all your books out and everything to write, any, yeah. to write anything and a fitness book. Oh my god, it's such a thick book. Yeah. <laughs> when it and arrived, I flipped through it and like there's a lot of writing. So much writing. Yeah. I, it's like, yeah, it took so long. So long. So I'm actually really excited to see what people think. I think I've covered pretty much everything that you can in a in a fitness book. So what did you sort of um, in your mind when you when you obviously got the opportunity to do it? Like what was your like the gap in the market for you? Like mm. in in the sea of fitness books. I think it's the notion of um, focusing on strength and focusing on looking beyond like six week plans, 12 week plans, like short term things mm-hmm. and basically trying to educate people about fitness for life. And the book is called Strong. So there's an element of like lifting weights, which I think there's not really many forward slash any books focused on women lifting weights mm-hmm. and doing it in like a relatable, achievable way that's not like, oh, I don't know how to do that. I'm too scared to do that. There's whole sections about how to actually get the confidence to get into the gym. So there's oh, really, I need yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> there's like ev- everything. I don't know. It's, it's all about mental strength and physical strength. So sections on self-love and self-confidence and talking about my journey with every aspect of my, my elements of fitness. So, and there's recipes and there's workouts. I just feel like, I feel like it's just got everything that's I find important is in it. I love that. And and the fact that the title is strong is so it's like so punchy. It's like yeah. this is. But um did you wake up one morning and you were like it needs to be called strong? Like how did that happen? So I wasn't satisfied with so it used to be called the balanced body. Um and I liked that because I the book is about balance, it's all about mm. it's got the, the balance principles in it, it's about achieving a work life balance and a food and nutrition uh, and fitness balance. But I just kind of felt like it sounded a bit sappy. It sounded like it was going to be a bit of a yoga book or something like that. <laughs> I'm like, there's no yoga in it. So, <laughs> so I thought, I want this to really be punchy and to reflect what's actually in it. And I thought to myself, what does this book make you feel? It makes you feel strong. So let's just call it oh, strong. Right. Because it yeah. is so you. Like You're someone who I would turn to as well with like an opinion on something yeah and like i remember recently when you wrote that rant on your blog about oh, yeah. social media and i was like that's why i love reading your blogs like yeah. you're not afraid to be like this has pissed me off yeah <laughs> <laughs> i have strong opinions <laughs> yeah but in the best possible way okay good thanks yeah but no that's really exciting and the fact that it's coming out around christmas is pretty yeah good yeah it is so new year new you all that jazz yeah but all, yeah post christmas like bloat i just really hope that people can like read it i say in the introduction i say like read this book turn down corners write notes like make notes yeah 
absorb everything and apply it to your life and I think it literally can change people's lives and that like gives me goosebumps and makes me scared but I think that it I think it can yeah because I think there's so many people who just don't know what to do and don't know how to get started and it's a complete guide for that I guess <laughs> I don't feel like like food shamed or body shamed or like mm. intimidated by mm. the stuff you post like with some people I'm like I just feel shit about myself because I'm mm. not doing that yeah whereas I feel like you do like cater for everyone it's like you want to do a bit you want to do a lot whatever you want to do just feel good about yourself that's literally what that is my message I'm so glad that you think that that's what I say because that is what I want people to believe like you do you you find your personal way of doing things and what you enjoy and what makes you feel good and that's okay like that's what you should be doing Mm -hmm. don't feel like you have to do the same as me because that might not make you happy yeah so do what makes you happy and what makes you feel good if you enjoy running go running i bloody hate running so i'm never gonna run but if you enjoy it go do that like that's great so i think it's all about you going on your own personal fitness journey and not trying to replicate what everybody else is doing yeah yeah for sure yeah for sure i'm self-conscious about the fact that i don't exercise that much Mm -hmm. but like I was just looking for that kind of shining light of like, you know, do it and don't be scared. Yeah. I don't think you ought to like do it perfectly. And I guess exactly. that's what I find from your Instagram. But you're very yeah. self-aware. Like, you kind of know your audience very well. I think it's because I meet them a lot as well. I do yeah. a lot of events, like through Girl Games. I do so many events where I meet people. So I feel like I know everyone. Like when like somebody yeah. came up to me in the gym this morning, I had such a nice chat to her. I just feel like I know them. Yeah, it's, it's really so good. cool. Yeah, no, I can't wait for next year. You've really motivated me. You've been one of the people who I'm like, exercise doesn't have to be this thing where... You hate it. Exactly. You can love it. You can do it in your own way. Because I think, because I'm a writer as well, like, my brain is... I feel sometimes, like, separate from my body in a way. Like, Mm. I could get through a day and feel good because I'm doing my work, Mm. but I'm not taking care of... My body. The body. Yeah. Yeah. And for so long, I was like, I treated them separately. No, they're all the same. It's all you the same thing. Like, no, all is so interconnected. Like, your brain will function better if you're looking after your body. Yeah. Well, I might take you up on that little like personal, personal training, training session. session. I would love to personal train you. Honestly, that'd be so oh my good. God, imagine. Definitely, we'll get you there. Like, I'm so up for that. Oh, well, congratulations. Oh, thank you. And I'm really excited about 2017. But thank you. <laughs> thank you for having me. Thank you so much for tuning in every week to my podcast. I really appreciate it. Um, If you have any feedback, tweet me at Emma Gannon. I'd love to hear what you think. And also, if you have two minutes, I'd love you to leave a rating or a review on iTunes. That would be amazing. Thanks again and see you next week.